In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. Get ready to learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry. Craig is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success, and he'll share tips and strategies on how you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. This high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. Plus, you'll learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. It's time to be a rock star with Rock Talk on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Craig Deswalt. Hello, everybody. My name is Craig Deswalt. I am the host of Rock Talk Radio with Craig Deswalt. And it is Tuesday, July 26, 2011. We're going to get right into the show today because we have a very, 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 very special guest, one of my dearest friends of all time. He is, he was the former bass player for Air Supply and Eddie Money. But more importantly than that, he's one of my dearest friends. I'd like to welcome everyone, Mr. Don Cromwell. Mr. Cromwell, how are you, sir? Craig, thank you so much for that intro. It's uh, outstanding to be here, my friend. Well, you know what? I didn't want to give the whole thing away, so I just did a really quick intro because we, <laughs> we could talk about more stuff while we're on the phone. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic, and while I was listening to your intro on the air, it's, uh, they're telling you that uh, <clears throat> you're on the air with no censorship, and, and I'm going, hey, well, Craig and I, we'll keep it clean for this one, right? No, 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 no. They said I heard... Them say no censorship. So let's let's go nuts and let's get that little. Let's get everyone in the studio. Like, oh my gosh, pressing buttons and delaying things. And you, you know what? I will always remember the first rock star event you put on that I went to. The one where you had Duff McKagan. Oh yeah, yeah. Of guns, and one of your things was everybody should write a book. And it's just been amazing since then. How many people are writing books? And I said, you know, uh, you, first of all, you have to have the wherewithal to really get into the juicy details. But uh, it was just interesting. I heard it first at uh, Rockstar Systems for Success. <laughs> hey, when are you writing your book? I don't know, Craig. That's that's going to be... Uh, you know what? you got to write a book because we have some... I, like, I could write the Guns N' Roses book, but yeah. I'll let you write the uh, Air Supply book because... You were there, obviously, longer. You were you were in the yeah. band. I wasn't in the band. And so uh, it's, it's uh, pretty good stories. <laughs> well, it's interesting that right now, you know, I mean, it's like the old saying, what's uh, old is new again. And That's right. So much energy coming around musically about those those years, uh, the years with Air Supply for me. Of course, they, uh, 83, 83 through 87 were my years, but, and they... They were well on their way and big success prior to me joining, but boy, the years that I was with them was just fantastic. Russell and Graham and I talk about it. Whenever I see him, that was just a fun little era, unique combination of people, but uh, <clears throat> you were there for the best part of those, traveling the world. with. The- yeah, I was, I was there 83 to 88. I, I actually, I did 83 to 87 was the main part that I did, but I joined later in 83 than you were because you were already there, oh. and then uh, 88, they, Barry Siegel brought me back for one more 
uh, like four month gig or something like that. Right, it was, right. Uh, pretty funny. But you weren't there. And I swear to you, I mean, I love Harpo and I love Rob and everyone, <clears throat> but it just wasn't the same. You know, it was, yeah. it was the original. Uh, you guys were, when I was there, it wasn't the original, but it was by far the best group. Yeah, as far it, as it, it was an interesting combo. And, and you know, the, the power of the internet and what's going on with everybody reconnecting and, and some, uh, I forget his name at the moment, but he he posted a video of Just As I Am, and I hadn't seen that video in years. I saw it yesterday, and uh, then one of the songwriters chimed in, yeah, it was the video of the year in 1985. You know what? You know what? I'm in that video, Don. Yeah, well, I know you are, and uh, so is our buddy Doug Goldstein. Doug in there. Goldstein, who, is the, who, <laughs> who yeah. became the manager of Guns N' Roses. Doug and I were both in that video in the beginning of it. Yeah, and it's just interesting, uh, you know, not only did the song stand up, and and uh, it was just such a fun time, but when you see those videos and you see the people, our good buddy Wally Stalker, who I haven't kind of disappeared uh, for most of us, I talked to him probably eight years ago. Yeah, me too. R- Ralph Cooper, the uh, famous original drummer, who's uh, and still... He, uh, and Ralph is a friend of both of ours to this day. You bet, and love Ralphie. Stay in touch with him. Just had a little birthday gig for him out here a while ago, and and cool. uh, of course our uh, the late Frank Esler Smith, who was a completely underrated uh, keyboard player and arranger, just a fantastic musician. One of my one bring- of my favorite people, Frank Esler Smith. For all of you that don't know, <clears throat> like I think Don, you can correct me if I'm wrong. He arranged a lot of the Air Supply songs, and he was oh, he the did. keyboard player, but just such a sweet guy. Yeah, sweet guy, and you really, I remember being in the studio in Montserrat. Did you go to Montserrat with us, Craig? No, I wasn't invited to that. Oh, it was uh, truly one of the highlights of my musical life. Unfortunately, a lot of the music, uh, uh, they decided to go in a different direction, never made it to vinyl. Which is sad. Yeah, it, back in those days, the uh, the money that was spent, I remember them flying in a digital tape machine from New York. You can only imagine the cost of personally flying on a private airplane a a uh, digital tape machine well and, wait 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 i i got one better than that don yeah uh, uh okay so i'm with guns and roses and axel wants to buy stephanie seymour stephanie seymour was the victoria's secrets model that was yeah, his girlfriend sure. he wanted to buy her a uh stuffed animal uh, elephant for her birthday and we were in I think we were in like Italy or something uh-huh. so we we bought this animal this uh, stuffed animal elephant that was the size of it was like five feet tall and we we didn't want to ship it because it had to get there that night from Italy to Los Angeles so we bought it a ticket on the Concorde <laughs> We bought, we bought a stuffed animal elephant, a ticket on the Concorde, and it got there in like four hours, and Stephanie had her birthday present. Right. Okay, that's wild. And, and, and why? Because he could, and, you know, right. those, were the, those were the days, and I, I do, I, I just remember those sessions. Uh, we worked with a very talented producer named David Kirschenbaum. Oh, I know David, yeah, yeah. Right, and he was coming off a big success with Tracy Chapman, and we met him the night before we left at the Hamburger Hamlet in Hollywood. Oh, and, and, that, and that was our pre-production. Uh, so we got, <laughs> we, we got to the studio in Montserrat, which, for those who don't know, is a beautiful island in the Caribbean, and um, since been devastated by uh, <clears throat> volcanoes, I think. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's still there. But back those days, the uh, 
Montserrat, Air Studios Montserrat, with, you know, the police, the Stones, Elton John, and the biggest of the big. And we were there for three weeks, and it was just a phenomenal time. And, you know, we'd get called into the studio when, when we had things, you know, when it was my turn to play bass or Wally guitar. But I just remember them flying in that tape machine, and it was the first experience we had with digital, which, you know, instead of hearing a rollback and a little, you know, get, he would just press play on that thing, and boom, it would just be so loud over the speakers. Wow. And, uh, but anyway, you know, Craig, bottom line, the, the air supply days back then, and uh, they're still still out there playing. I just saw the guys here uh, locally uh, here in Southern California. They're still out there sounding great, playing the hits, giving people what they want. You know, and uh, yeah, I think they play out here. The uh, What's that place in uh, Thousand Oaks that we've both been to? Uh, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. The Canyon? The, the what? The Canyon Club? Canyon Club, yeah. Yeah, that's I go, where I, I saw see, uh, they, they were just there. there, or I've seen um, Cheap Trick there numerous times. Love yeah. that place. Yeah, Cheap Trick, huh? There's... Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember doing Eddie Money and Cheap Trick, uh, the winter time in Canada. It was a tour with Cheap Trick, and I was with Eddie at the time, and it was just so cold. Literally, the windows on the bus would ice over, uh-huh. and it was, and and you couldn't heat up the inside. Somewhere amongst my many many photos, there's a picture of all of us breathing. Uh, you know, uh, you can see our breath on the bus. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you a question. Uh, How did you, uh, why don't you tell everybody how you got the gig with Air Supply? You know what, Craig? I, I, I love that story because it's just, it gives everybody an idea of how things can change. Um, I, to, to talk about that, I just got to back up a little. I had come to L.A. Yeah. In, the, in the late 70s, and, uh, yeah, I'm dating myself, but time goes on and it moves fast. <laughs> so, but I was, wait, wait, I was... Wait, are you over 35 now? Uh, just barely. Okay, I me was, too. I was a youngster <laughs> when I joined the band. But I, uh, I had come to L.A. to, you know, I had... I grew up in the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland, Bay Area, had moved to Seattle and played up there for a while and, and realized I wasn't going to get where I wanted to go being up there at that time anyway. So what I did is, and I'll remember the scene, I was in the shower up in Seattle, pounded my fist on the wall, and I said, you know what, i got to make a change. I turned off the water, stepped out, and the phone rang, and it was a good buddy of mine, Craig, who calls and says, Hey, D.C., we're reforming this band down in um, the Bay Area. I'm sorry, L.A., you got the gig if you want it. It was like within 30 seconds of me going, i got to make a change. Wow. So that's how I ended up in L.A., and I came down a really good, fun nightclub top 40 band called Soup. Yes, Soup. Yes, Soup. And, I love Soup. Oh, my gosh, they were great. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, great musicians and wonderful people, still all dear friends of mine. And But, uh, you know, I realized if I wanted to do something, I needed to, to split and kind of just go on my own and, and take a chance. And so once I did that, I just... Uh, what we used to call projects, you know, a rehearsal here, a gig here, just whatever you could do. I remember buying stuff out of the recycler and reselling it and, you know, whatever you had to do to keep going. And I was playing with a a bunch of different acts, a gal named Cynthia Manley, who's still, still playing, talented girl signed to Atlantic at the time. And I was doing a lot of work for a small label called Unicorn Records. And through Unicorn Records here, um, Daphne Edwards, still a good friend of mine, uh, I met a band 
a kind of a band that was around called Wet Picnic. And Wet Picnic featured a gentleman, Gustavo Santoalaya. Well, and for those who know, uh, he won uh, two Oscars for Best Movie Score, and uh, the movies right now escape me, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, he won a couple Oscars. uh, uh, I know uh, Brokeback Mountain was one of them. Oh wow! uh, Yeah, so he uh, just a super super talented guy, and I loved. So, I so loved playing Don, in that wait, band. Don, we're gonna uh, we have to take a break right now. So when we okay. come back, we're gonna hear more about Wet Picnic and how that transpired into Air Supply. Yeah. We will be right back. This is Craig Does What with Rock Talk. Right back after these fine messages. How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Toginet.com. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible even when surrounded by poopy diapers and piles of laundry and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen Masters in Diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton. Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. Mind Matters is the show that dares to ask what's on your mind. Take this opportunity to join Dr. Larry Ross, clinical psychologist and Joan Duhane, licensed clinical social worker, as they combined have over 50 years of experience in dealing with your mind. Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, only on Toginet Radio. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my... We are back on Rock Talk with my very, very, very special guest, Mr. Don, Don Cromwell. And he was talking about... Oh, by the way, everyone knows him as DC. Don yeah, Cromwell, you bet. DC. DC. I can always tell my music buddies from one side, DC, all the people from Eddie Money Camp, Donnie. Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. When you're with right, Eddie, so everybody's we, got a Y at the end of their name. Craigie, Donnie, Tommy. I know. <laughs> but, I, do, uh, I do have a Y. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, but but anyway, Craig, I was just uh, saying that uh, uh, this band, Wet Picnic, was one of the many uh, things that I was kind of doing. We Again, we call them projects, but very that band was special. I had a great drummer named Rob Brill who went on to play with uh, uh, Terry Nunn in Berlin, and then uh, uh, Gus's good friend, Anibal Kerpel. They were from Argentina. Uh-huh. But 
So I was uh, gigging around and doing a lot of different things, and my roommate was the guitar player with Rick Springfield at the time. Ah. And Rick Springfield was really just blowing up. He was on General Hospital. He was, And that's when I first heard from my buddy Paul, Paul Kingery, who still plays with Three Dog Night, actually. Um, he says, hey, Air Supply's looking for a bunch of musicians. And to make a long story short, um, I said, well, yeah, we're interested. Who wouldn't be? I mean, they were at that time supposedly replacing their entire band and had new management, getting ready for a world tour. So um, it was like, all right, let's go in as a section. You know, let's put together a group of people to go in together. Well, I was playing in a local club called Sash, and I walked in to do a set with Cynthia Manley, and I looked and I recognized Graham was in the, was in the crowd. Ah. And most of your fans are going to know Graham. is of course, Graham Russell, one of the two mainstays of Air Supply. So I saw him in there, and we just played our normal set, and I do what I normally do, which I love to play. I love to play live. And a bass player, for those who don't know. And all of a sudden, um, we finish our set, and I'm walking away, and I feel this hand on my shoulder, and I hear this, can I have a word with you, mate? And, uh, <laughs> and you, know that, you know that voice. It was Graham. Yeah. And Graham just, uh, he said, you know what? He said, you're exactly what we're looking for. I can't guarantee you the job. I have a partner, and but would you like to audition? And, of course, I said yes and um, went through the audition process. And, Greg, you'll know those guys aren't known for their love of rehearsing. <laughs> so we, we, we played like two and a half songs, and they kind of went, eh, you know, okay, that we're good. And the tour manager back then was John Slattery. Remember John? John Slattery! I love John. <clears throat> Johnny Slattery comes up, he goes, uh, can you come? he was an English bloke as well. He says, can you come back at 3 o'clock? I said, sure. So I came back at 3 o'clock, and there were a different group of players, and um, one of my buddies was walking out, and he was a bass player, very good. And he says, uh, I'll always remember him saying, he said, I think they're jonesing for you, Donnie. And I said, oh. Wow. So I went in and played, and uh, this time I think it was like two songs. And they said, okay. And uh, John Slattery comes back up to me, and he says, uh, can you come back tomorrow at noon? So I knew that uh, they were liking what I did. And, yeah. and when I came back the next day, Craig, uh, they had put together their band. And it was uh, Steve Ferris was the guitar player, uh, Ken Rarick. On ah, keyboard. young Kenny. Yeah, young Kenny, and it was myself and uh, the drummer who was uh, playing with us at the time, Kirk Arthur, had gone through all the auditions with me. And I, I mean it, it, Craig, if we made it through one song, I'd be shocked. And they go, okay, we're good. And, <laughs> Graham, and Graham comes up to me, and I'll always remember these words. He says, you got a passport, mate. <clears throat> and uh, so that was his way of inviting me into the band. And and he said, by the way, we have decided to keep our original drummer and our original piano player, but with these other people. And he says, is that a problem? And I, I love Kirk like a brother. And I said, no. I said, I came into this on my own. And that is how wow. I ended up in Air Supply. And they had a manager, Don Arden, at the Don time. Don Arden. And, and tell everyone who Don Arden's daughter is. Well, Sharon Osborne. 
Sharon Osborne, Ozzy Osborne's wife. So we knew th- this is so funny. I toured with Guns N' Roses, but I knew Ozzy Osborne and Sharon Osborne through Air Supply. Go figure that. Yeah, well, and at the time, Don Arden, and, and uh, he passed away a couple of years ago, unfortunately. But uh, Don, I called him the English Bulldog. He was a very tough, uh, old yeah. school, hard as nails. You know, don't let the doorknob hit you on your way out type yeah. of guy. And uh, so I, Graham said, we don't talk business. Everything's through Don. And, you know, we made a deal quickly. And Steve Ferris, the guitar player, and this is one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. Uh, Steve Ferris, just a super, super talented musician guitar player, was just getting going with the band Mr. Mister. Oh. And they were just kind of breaking and Steve kind of just, he put a price on himself for that air supply tour that they just didn't want to meet. Kind of, he had really mixed emotions, um, as I did. And, and back to tying it into the wet picnic thing, I was really, I loved that band. And I, it was a really tough decision uh, to do it. But, you know, the financial aspect and just to tour and kind of elevate from the Rat Pack was, was just too too yeah. tough to to ignore and resist. So I did take the gig. So all of a sudden, here's Air Supply two weeks from leaving on a world major world tour at that time, and they didn't have a guitar player. Oh, because Steve said no. Because Steve priced himself out of the gig, basically, ah. and and because he really, uh, you know, he he was a member of, you know, he was a mainstay of the band, great band, Mister Mister, right, uh, with Richard Page, uh, and they went on to have, you know, good little three five year run, whatever they had, but so and Craig, you'll love this because I know you love Wally, as we yeah. all do. So all of a sudden, here's Air Supply, a couple of weeks away from leaving. On a, this major tour, we don't have a guitar player. So every <laughs> guitar player in L.A. was coming out of the woodwork. Uh, people were calling me, Donnie, D.C., get me an audition. And I did what I could, and these guys would come in, and they would know it note for note. They would just play the songs perfectly, walk out the door, and Graham would go, no, he's not right, you know. And uh, uh. I'd go, oh, really? And I'll always remember a good friend of mine, Rocket, uh, who played with Cher and David Lee Roth, a lot of people, just a great-looking guy and just a, a rock star type of guy, To speaking of rock stars. He comes in and just plays his butt off, and uh, I said, hey, Rocket, it's going to be great to tour, you know, and he walks out and Graham says, no, he's not quite right, you know, and I, I swear it was so unbelievable, and, and all of a sudden, I'm in the lobby, and you know, pay phones back then. And Graham's got one, one hand on the phone, and he says, Hey, Don, he says, you know a guitar player named Wally Stalker? I said, Wally from the Babies and Rod Stewart? He goes, yeah. He goes, he's in Detroit, wants to come audition. I wow. Said, hey. Yeah. I said, well, I said, Wally's a rocker. So, so, Craig, and you'll appreciate this, the next day Wally comes walking in, Keith <laughs> Richards clone, and, you know, so put straps on his guitar and, they go, okay, Wally, sweet dreams. He goes, how's that one go? Uh, <laughs> and then they, well, how about Lost in Love? Uh, don't know that one. Don't know and that one. <laughs> so here's the guy, the least prepared, and he gets the gig, of course. Unbelievable. And, you know, what, it's just what, what they were looking they, for. What That's did they why. like about him? Do you know? I, you know, I think the Air Supply was looking to add a little swagger, a little bit of uh, rock uh, energy and I think Don Arden was a big force on that. Uh, what Don Arden told me at a party once, he had seen uh, Air Supply did a live, live from Hawaii HBO special, I believe, at the end of '82. 
Yes, I remember that. And um, I yeah, wasn't I did, there for I, that, but I remember it on yeah, TV. Yeah, I, I didn't really know about it, but all of a sudden, um, you know, Don took over management, and he wanted him to replace the whole band. He just thought they were too, too uh, sedentary, shall we say, on stage. Yes, and, yes, yes. And and so that's how that unique combination of me, Frank, Ralph, Wally, and Ken came to be and it was it, a very unique combination and it was, uh, it was an incredible and that's when i started when yep. you guys were all together i think you had been out a couple of months yep. and then i came in like june or something of uh whatever year that was 83 yep that was 83 and it was uh, i've seen some of your uh, pictures on facebook they're just hilarious I, uh, I know. The, the mullet brothers we live on uh but the, who? It, 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 the mullet brothers, you know. Oh, the mullet brothers. Oh, my gosh. We all yeah. have mullets. Uh, some of those, uh, you some had a, of those. You had a really good mullet. Yeah. Well, you know, of course, you look back then, it was uh, the style. But, I mean, and, and that three-year run with that combo, Ken left prior to that. But um, that combo, and, and Craig, you'll remember this, too, is so many girls used to drag their boyfriends and husbands to air supply concerts and, <laughs> you know, oh, God. But live, it was a really powerful, fun band that rocked out just enough, of course, played all the ballad hits. And, and Russell, to this day, you know, he used to amaze me day in and day out with his vocal ability, just blew my mind and it was you a know, fun his, band his vocals he's got what they call perfect pitch and you know uh, i mean russell really has no training as far yeah. as like uh you know I, I don't even think he took a singing lesson in his life did he uh, no, I used to call him the freak of nature. He uh, is. He's just a total you know, freak. It's, it's like an athlete. I know you and I are both big uh, uh, sports fans. Russell, yeah. just, he just he had the gift. and But night after night, singing songs like Power of Love and Just As I Am and Making Love Out of Nothing at All, I mean, with just full-on original keys, it used to blow my mind. And Wally brought just the perfect touch of rock. Uh, Ken and Frank were perfect compliments, and and Ralphie would just knew the music, and the and the girls loved Ralph. And it was just <laughs> a, a, a unique combination playing nice venues. Uh, the power of hit songs really makes a difference when you're on tour with hit songs. It, it just it oh, makes huge. it makes things I happen. And I, I always remember uh, telling everybody at this uh, my seminars, the best thing about Air Supply was 90% of the audience was women. Yes. So it was just like a really I never great... noticed, Craig. <laughs> what? I, I never noticed that. I just played the songs. That's know, true. I... Yeah, you never, you never yeah. saw anything. Because but... the lights were in your eyes anyway. But yeah. I had the pleasure of going out into the audience, and I could meet and network with these people. So it was yeah. really good. It's all about networking, even in business today. It's you all bet. about networking. And, and I teach like it's all about standing out from the competition and how how do uh, women stand out from the competition in a crowd to get backstage? Not yeah. that we're going to talk about any of that stuff, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't have a clue about that. I just yeah, just, I understand. I know. I'd, I'd have my diet coke and retire to my room. You know, um, and you're right, Craig. And taking it to your business and and uh, for everybody listening, Craig. And I don't say this to solicit anything, or but you've. You've always been such a positive person. I remember you coming aboard, and, you know, Craig mainly had to deal with the two, uh, Graham and Russell, and those were the days. They had their own bus, and the band had our own bus, and, um, but, you know. Minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. When I first joined, weren't we all on the same bus? No, the, the, Graham and Russell had their own bus. 
Oh, my gosh. All right. When we come back from the break, Don and I are going to argue this because I don't remember any of that. Well, so uh, you should have drank I Diet Coke I, like me, Craig. What? You should have drank Diet Coke like I did. <laughs> exactly. All right. When we come back from the break, we're going to continue with Don Cromwell, bass player for Air Supply and Eddie Money. If you want to call in the next segment, you can. 877-864-4869. We will be right back after these messages. How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Tokenet.com. How to invest, where to invest, where to save, where to get the right insurance, what to do about taxes. Should I relocate my business or ever purchase a property? That's where Go To My Radio Show comes in. Join host Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Choose the right financial professional and learn more about the products and services while learning the terminology and strategies used by these professionals. Go To My Radio Show is unbiased and Chris Holt, your host, will ask the hard questions and take calls to help you connect with the right professional who can help you better handle your financial and business choices. Go to my radio show is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. And most of all, choosing the right program and the right professional for you. Go to my radio show with Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Adoption. Journey to motherhood with mary beth wells monday mornings at 9 8 a.m central this is not your typical show about adopting children this is a shared experience from mary beth's heart mary beth will be talking about and covering all the issues pertaining to adoption including adopted parents birth parents adoptees foster care and infertility so how did your journey to motherhood begin or are you still on the path we want to hear all voices sharing their stories and talking about those issues that are so dear to our hearts you see mary beth is a birth mom that relinquished a child for adoption and ended up coming full circle by adopting two beautiful little girls from guatemala and that led to her starting a doll company about adopting baby dolls from all around the world so that children could choose their own doll and learn about that doll's heritage for more on mary beth and her dolls go to preciousbabydolls.com then join us for adoption journey to motherhood with mary beth wells monday mornings at 9 8 a.m central remember the heart knows no boundaries Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my Hey, this is Craig Doeswell. We are back with Rock Talk Radio with our very special guest, Don Cromwell, bass player for Air Supply and Any Money, as well as Wet Picnic. <laughs> That's a new one, huh? Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, wet picnic, air supply, Eddie Money, all that. Okay, we're talking about the bus. Now, I just wrote down on my little piece of paper here, my little notes. Now, on the bus, I re- if I remember correctly, it was me, John Slattery, the tour manager, Bob Street, the uh, security guard, and the seven guys in the band. Am I, am I crazy? Uh, well, that... That well, yeah. I mean, I, I think you are because I think I remember we had Randy as our uh, assistant. That was Randy was before me. 
Right, and he he kind of helped us along, and but you know what? Everybody wanted to be on our bus anyway. I remember John Slattery used to always end up on our bus, but <laughs> but yeah, that that was the eighty three was the only tour, and I won't swear on it, but uh, eighty three was the only tour where there were two separate buses. After that, we were always on the same bus. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Okay, yeah. maybe when maybe when Bernie Boyle, our buddy uh, tour manager, yeah. I think he's with Faith Hill now. Is that correct? Yeah, actually, right now he's out with Meatloaf. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I just uh, just had dinner with Bernie right before he was uh, going on tour with Meatloaf. Uh, but yes, he does the. Uh, his main uh, main person as of the last few years has been Faith Hill. Bernie's just, uh, he's like you. He's in that special group of people that will always be close to my heart. And just, yeah, me too. Uh, I love uh, Bernie. You know, you could not see Bernie for two years, and it's like you saw him yesterday. He's just exactly. uh, salt of the earth. And, uh, yeah, so he's out with Meatloaf, and then I think uh, he still does some stuff with Andres Bocelli. and. Oh. Uh, and then I think Faith is scheduled to, uh, don't quote me, I certainly don't have inside information, but I think her and Tim are doing another Soul to Soul tour together next year. Oh, very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, my, Bernie, Bernie was uh, the tour manager for um, Air Supply for a while, and uh, we were, um, uh, Meatloaf is someone that I was trying to get to my September 2011 boot camp in two months, but he's going to be in Australia, though. So that would have been so funny if I had Meatloaf. <laughs> As my special guest rock star, and Bernie was there. That would have been great. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's funny because Bernie, uh, <clears throat> like I said, I just saw him. He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm meeting Nate today. And I said, okay. <laughs> you know, he's just just a riot. But, yeah, so he's out there. And, I, I th- yeah, I mean, I didn't know about the Australia stuff. But, anyway, yeah, so that that's how that all worked. And, uh, you know, the air supply thing was great. And I still remember um, the last year of 87 was like a grueling grueling nine-month tour yeah and and we were at uh somewhere in uh atlantic city i think and and graham just said you know we're going to shut it down for a while and then they went on to do a short tour in 88 um that you were part of i was not and it just turned out to uh their mutual business manager at the time barry siegel i was playing golf with barry and he says you know you're going to get an offer to go on the road tomorrow and i said oh really he, I, said, I, I said, who? And he says, Eddie Money. And I had known Eddie from the Bay Area. And, you know, again, without I could talk for hours about those types of things because the guitar player uh, on all Eddie's big hits, uh, early hits, and um, a guy named Jimmy Lyon, Jimmy and I played together as teenagers up in uh, the San Leandro, Oakland, East Bay Area. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so, and Jimmy was such a great player, still is, lives outside of Atlanta now, but Jimmy was coming back to the band after being away for six, seven years. Uh, Eddie had a pretty big hit called Walk on Water coming out, mm-hmm. and so I really didn't have a whole lot of downtime, which for me was great, and uh, so I ended up doing uh, Eddie's gig for about five and a half, six years, and uh <clears throat> That was also just a completely different experience, obviously much uh, much more rock and roll, but uh, you know equally as fun and, and oh uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, equally as fun, come on well, air supply was more fun wasn't uh, it? yeah, you know what I, I think you're probably right, everybody <laughs> always thought, oh, I bet it was crazy out there with Eddie and air supply a bunch of you know yeah yeah, but it it actually was kind of opposite. Eddie was uh, very calm, always kept to himself after the show, and uh, <clears throat> great guys of the band who are still. Still some of my dear friends, the guitar player Tommy Gervin and I have released two albums, uh, 
called Ransom is what we call our little band. Oh, and, I love uh, it. All right, yeah. we're, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but I just want to say yeah. um, when I, uh, when I, everyone asked me, like, you know, because I toured with Guns N' Roses after Air Supply, but I always say I had way more fun with yeah. Air Supply than Guns N' Roses, and people think I'm crazy. Yeah. But it was there was less stress. Right. We were more we were more like a family. Yeah. And Guns yeah. N' Roses was like a high high stress, high security. <laughs> like it was crazy. So oh. we didn't have enough time to have fun. Like we used to play tennis tournaments with uh, Air Supply. We played a lot of sports on the road. Don and I, like I said, we're sports guys. We had a softball team we used to play radio stations yeah. it was so much fun hey and craig we were tough tough up the middle me at shortstop and you in center field or left that's I right man <laughs> i mean we and uh, i'd love it because people would always think they could beat the musicians i don't think we ever lost remember we no. beat the crew we, remember we, we beat, beat the, the crew, crew and we, they were we so mad at us stations. yeah the crew wouldn't they wouldn't talk to us and they mics were set up wrong they were <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, you're right. Air Supply uh, was a great group of people, a lot of laughs, uh, just just good, unique personalities um, who, who fit together well. And, um, you know, I mean, again, it was it was so unique. And, and again, the com- comments I always would hear backstage from the guys, man, I didn't know you guys did all those songs, man. I didn't really want to come tonight. But, yeah, it really was good. No one good. realizes how many hits Air yeah. Supply had. I mean, yeah. they had Lost in Love, All Out of Love, Making love out of nothing at all here i am sweet dream i mean the list goes on and on and on and on and on yeah yeah it does it, it really does and um so and you know it was always fun to play even a lot of ballads of course but uh, it was just just powerful live and and you know we were really a band there for a while playing on the records but hey the music business goes through changes like all the businesses that that you're aware of as well and and uh, you know things yeah, it's change. gone through major changes so why don't we talk about because we only have a few minutes left with you why don't you talk about what you're doing now some artists that you're working with now okay. uh, don's a producer uh, tell us a little bit about that Okay, well, thanks, Craig. Yeah, so uh, a couple things I'm very excited about. You've heard uh, the CD that I did with a gal named Jaina Anderson. Amazing. Uh, I met Jaina a few years ago. She was singing back up with Don Henley, uh, Stevie Nicks. She still tours with Fleetwood Mac. Jaina's a phenomenal artist, beautiful girl out of Minneapolis. And we did a very soft release on her CD about a year and a half ago because she was still touring. Well, now she's off tour. We're going to do a hard hard release on her CD and uh, called Never Say Never, a song that's been recorded by several artists. But Jaina just, it's a country rock record. I'm very excited. She's playing live. She's actually coming here to California on the 28th, playing a place in Thousand Oaks called Fiamme's. Um, I, so her album's finally going to kind of get out there with her able to promote it. Uh, working with a guy named Larry Bagby, who's a singer-actor. Uh, Larry was in Walk the Line. Uh, he played the bass player in Johnny Cash's band. He was in a great movie called uh, Sa- Saints and Sinners, uh, Soldiers, Saints and Soldiers. It's fantastic. Oh, okay. um, so I've been actually doing some live dates. I just played Fort Bliss, Texas with him. He kind of got me out to play live again, which has been phenomenal. Um, just produced a couple songs for Eddie Money's daughter, Jessica, super talented gal. Now, Jessica there- also sang, she came with Eddie when he, uh, Eddie came to my boot camp uh, to speak, and he actually played a short concert, and his daughter sang too, and she's amazing. 
she's got her dad's, uh, you know, chutzpah and just got a real powerful voice. So we've cut some songs with her. Um, in a nutshell, I, there's another guy that I produce and stuff with, oh gosh, 15 years ago. He now has a son who's 15, Kevin Hansen. We're going to get rolling on him. Uh, just a super, super uh, potential talent, good-looking boy, great voice. Um, so, you know, the music business, as we've talked about, is, is evolved and revolved and people are trying to figure it out but to me craig it still comes down to the song just like any business that you're doing it still comes down to the product that you have to put out there and you know it's just been great and i also do and you know this um i've got a side real estate business that i do which has been phenomenal for me i used to help all my don is my real estate agent if my wife and i Ever want to move to Thousand Oaks, which we are going to look at houses next week. Secret, hey, secret. Hey, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, if you're ever in the Thousand Oaks, Westlake uh, area, any, actually anywhere in the valley, uh, look up Don Cromwell. Not only, not only does he sell you a great house, but he's got great stories and the car, yeah. lo- car ride along the way. Yeah. yeah, hey, as they say, some people just want to do the ride along. But, you know, I used to help all my music buddies buy and sell homes. My dad always just taught me the ins and outs of real estate. And uh, I'd go, hey, well, here's what you do here. So once I pulled myself off the road, um, it just made perfect sense. So I've been fortunate to work with a lot of, a lot of people in the business, but certainly not limited to that. So I have my studio at home. I'm always writing, producing, uh, staying in touch. The internet thing has put uh, a lot of people back in touch with people, and and uh, YouTube keeps stuff alive. So I feel very motivated musically, very excited about the stuff that's yet to come, um, the songs to, to be written. And, uh, you know, again, Craig, for me, musically, it still comes down to the song, yeah. and then it comes down to the singer. And I've been fortunate to work with a lot of great singers over the years. And, and that's, uh, you wrote a song, because I, uh, I, I wrote a screenplay with this guy. I actually won a screenwriting fellowship with uh, Spielberg, but that's a whole other story, whole other day. <laughs> but uh, it was a baseball movie, and Don gave us this song. Now, th- it was that baseball song. Did you write that with Eddie Money? Uh, yes, I did. And, uh, you know, that song's uh, gone through a couple of changes, too. And, yeah, Through the Eyes of a Child. And then uh, we've also kind of... Uh, how do I say, segued it into a song called Keeping the Dream Alive, which uh, turned out to be, we. it was the theme song for a 13-episode PBS series called Minor League. So, oh, very cool. Yeah, that was very cool. Eddie, nice to, Eddie lives near me, and uh, we still work together. We're uh, just in initial, in initial talks about maybe doing a new Eddie Money album. Um, That's great. But, yeah, but he keeps busy on the road, still, still out there. I mean, it's amazing, Craig, as you know, these casinos and state fairs, have allowed these bands, these retro bands, I mean, REO, Sticks, Foreigner, Eddie, to go out there and still make a heck of a living playing the great songs that they have in their repertoire. They, they do. Uh, we have about 30 seconds left. I just yep. want to thank Don on air. He's the one that gets me some of my rock stars for my boot camp. He got me Eddie Money. He got me Kevin Cronin, lead singer of REO Speedwagon. Yep. Don, Don, thank you so much for everything. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit about the boot camp. But, Don, is there a, a, a website that people can go to find you these days? Uh, well, I'm on Facebook, of course, Don Cromwell Facebook. And I do have a doncromwellmusic.com. And, uh, you know, people can, hey, as we know in this day and age, anybody wants to find you, they will. I look That's forward like they to can it. Google you. <laughs> Craig, thank you so much. I love you thank like you, a Don. brother, and all the best to you and all your fans. Thank you so much, Don. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Bye, Craig.
how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. In the healthcare industry today, most of us are left in the dark when our doctors talk to us about our health and wellness. It seems that they don't have enough time to be informative and give us the options we deserve. Are you frustrated with today's medical advice as I am? Join the Medical Insider with Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell as they discuss the insider look at various therapies, medications, supplements, and much, much more. We will bring you the cutting-edge information regarding your health care and how you can take control of your health care decisions by not being fooled but being informed. Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell will be joined by experts in various fields throughout the healthcare industry, and they'll uncover the information that you should know about when it comes time to making those crucial decisions. Don't be fooled. Be informed with the Medical Insider every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my Well, that was a great, great time with Mr. Don Cromwell. He is truly one of my it's amazing how many friends that you meet on the road, but um, only a few of them that you really, really stay in touch with. So a little bit more about Don that we couldn't get to. He had to run. He was a last-minute uh, ad. Uh, I'm so bad at getting guests from my show, so I called Don up at like uh, about a half hour before the show starts, and I said, Don, do you want to be on a show today? And he's like, sure, I'll do it. I just have to leave at about uh, 5 to 12 my time. So he had to leave, uh, but he is such a dear friend of mine. He is one of the greatest guys in the industry, one of the most talented. He writes songs. Obviously, he plays live. He plays in the studio. He's a studio musician as well. Um, he's done a lot of stuff in Nashville. They almost actually, him and his wife, Cindy, who's also a dear friend of ours, almost moved to Nashville a little while ago. But he is just truly one of the great guys in the industry family man great great guy my kids love him we go to their house often and 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 we hang out at uh you know dinners once in a while and he's that guy that if i don't talk to him in six months we could pick it up where we left off even sometimes like a year we also uh, share a birth date our birth birth dates are both november 28th along with barry siegel who is the manager for air supply barry siegel myself and don cromwell all born 2008 but i'm happy to tell everyone that i am the youngest of the three not by much so it's all about uh networking though you know in business and real life uh it's all about networking. And I wanted to bring Don on because he is such a good friend of mine. And because of Don, 
And because of our relationship and all the years that we hung out together, I mean, when you're on the road, you live with people 24-7. So you really got to get got to get along. And that's why a lot of bands break up these days, because they're together so much and they get sick of each other. But, you know, we lived on a bus together and you know, for, for a very long time. And it's amazing, though, because of the networking I've done with Air Supply that I'm able to get these rock stars that I needed you know, 20 years later, or what is it, uh, 25 years later, when I was on tour in 83 to 88 with Air Supply, it was a little longer, actually, uh, you know, I met all these people, but I kept in touch over the years because I show up, you know, I, I go to concerts once in a while just to rekindle the old flame that we used to have and, and just stay in their presence because you never know when you're going to need connections. And that's what Don, well, Don Cromwell is actually a very good friend of mine. So he's actually, I'm not networking with Don because he's actually a personal friend. But the great thing about Don is I'm able to get uh, people that I need for my boot camps because I don't keep in touch with everybody that Don keeps in touch with because he was a musician and he's actually in the industry and he plays with a bunch of these people. So when I needed a rock star about a year ago, I think it was a year ago, March 2010, I called up Don and I said, Don, I need a rock star. Who do you know? <laughs> Can we get Eddie money? And literally he made a phone call to Eddie and then Eddie called me back and he said, I'll be happy to do it. And we text each other. Now Eddie Money is a great friend of mine because he spayed, played at my um, boot camp. And, and here's the thing about Eddie Money and here's the thing about Don Cromwell. You know, when I first started doing these seminars, I had Duff McKagan come. He was the bass player for Guns N' Roses. And we just did an interview for an hour. And then D Duff took some pictures. Then I had Russell Hitchcock, the lead singer of Air Supply, come. And we did an interview. And then he came to the party after and took pictures. And it was amazing. But then Eddie Money comes because Don sets me up with Eddie Money. And Eddie Money comes to my boot camp. And he brings two guys with him. And he calls me up the day of my event. Literally hours before my – well, my event's going on, but hours before he's supposed to come on stage. And he texts me and he goes, Craig, I need to talk to you. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, Eddie's going to cancel on me at the last second. Please, Eddie, don't do that. And he calls me up and he goes, would you mind if I brought two guitarists with me because I'd like to play a couple of songs? I did not ask him to play songs. He just, like, offered it because I was a friend of Don's. And now I was a friend of his. So because I had a connection with him, he was now going to go above and beyond what he was contracted to do of just an interview. So he gets to the gig. He gets to my boot camp and he brings these two guys, great musicians. And we go into the green room and he starts rehearsing with them. He goes, what songs do you want to hear? So I give him my list of all his hit songs. And, and it's like nine songs and I'm feeling guilty. And he goes, and I said, you know, uh, play as many of these as you can. And I'm thinking he's going to play three songs, maybe four. He ended up playing all nine songs. It, it was just incredible. So we had like a mini concert, private concert for about 280 people. And Eddie Money on stage with two guys playing guitar who sounded amazing. It was like, um, you know, unplugged. It was MTV unplugged. And it was just an amazing sound because these guys were major professional um, musicians. So it grew now. Now I had to get these musicians, these rock stars that come to my event because of Eddie Money. Now I have to get people to play. So I had another connection. Uh, one of my uh, wife's best friends is Elaine Murray. 
Parker now, and uh, her husband is Ray Parker Jr., the uh, guy that wrote and performed Ghostbusters. That was his major hit. He also had other hits as well. So I called up Ray and I said, Ray, can you come to my boot camp and perform and do an interview? So he performed Ghostbusters with a band, and then he did an acoustic set of some of his other hits as well. So now I have these boot camps where I have to have people perform because Eddie Money set the bar. So the last boot camp, I've, I've run out of like personal rock stars that live in my local area so i had to call don cromwell up again i said don i know you know a bunch of people do you by any chance know kevin cronin lead singer of ario speedwagon because i know he does these type of seminars and he says not only do i know him but i live like so close to him and he's actually a dear friend of mine so don calls up kevin cronin lead singer of guns of uh, ario speedwagon and kevin calls me back and he said i'd love to do the event Worked with his agent, Tom, and it was just an amazing thing. So now Kevin Cronin comes to my seminar. He plays three of his hit songs um, and one song with our house band. And Kevin was an unbelievable hit as well. So once again, Eddie Money set the bar. And now I have all these rock stars that come to my event that have to now play songs and be interviewed. So I'm working on a bunch of rock stars coming. I had Meatloaf kind of. Um, for September, but now he's touring in Australia that week, so I don't have him. I was trying to get Rick Springfield, but he's busy. So I'm, I'm working on, I have a list, and I'm not going to share because it's just so hard to get a rock star uh, to come because of scheduling because they play their events on Friday and Saturday nights usually. So I always have them come on a Thursday, but they have to be in um, town. They have to be kind of close because I don't want to pay $400 million for them to perform. We have a friend of mine online. Melody Keemer. Hello, Mrs. Half of the Keemer Twins, Melody. How are you, dear? <laughs> Fine. How are you? Um, wonderful. What's happening? Well, just listening. I've been taking care of my daughter and granddaughter, and all of a sudden I thought, I've got to get on that show real fast. And I was hearing you talk about all of the people that come to your boot camp, and I was thinking, I can testify to that. They're phenomenal. Yeah, they are phenomenal. And Eddie, Eddie, Eddie brought his daughter, too. That's right. His daughter sang like uh, uh, two or three of the songs. And uh, Don Cromwell, who we were just talking to, is actually working with Eddie's daughter in some capacity as well. So it's amazing that uh, these people uh, just like, once again, networking, you know, it's all great. But yeah, thank you. Uh, Melody and her sister Marilyn are twins. They're called the Keemer Twins. And they uh, teach audiences, corporations and entrepreneurs how to convey their how to convey your message with confidence. They're they, they're very confident when they're on stage so they teach speakers and authors and entrepreneurs salespeople how to be confident when they're doing their presentations so uh happy happy tuesday to you well thank you hope to hear you on our show tonight we'll be on tonight too with linnea i was gonna say so uh they also have a radio show on the togi net network called go ahead double Double trouble talk radio we're the double trouble keemer twins Double, so trouble, double trouble talk and, radio <laughs> and and double trouble double trouble talk radio and that'll be tonight at what time what time is it pacific time seven o'clock pacific time seven o'clock pacific time so if you're uh, getting this uh podcast or if you're listening live please tune into their show and one of my dear friends will be on their show tonight linnea Millette, who's just an awesome she has a thing called read my lips and if you tune in you'll learn all about linnea tonight thank you melody i will talk to you guys soon and we look forward to your boot camp and everybody should get to there that boot camp in september because it is going to be incredible
Awesome. Thank you, dear. It is it is a very very fun time, and the Kima twins are a big part of it because they are so such positive people, and people just love connecting with them, and they're like the life of the party, as they say. Well, you are the life, and you help everybody so much, and we appreciate it so much. And um, the networking opportunities you give are phenomenal, like no other person out there doing boot camps. Thank You're you, so Melody. Generous and so sincere. You're a doll. We love you. you. We love you. Okay. We'll see okay. you later. Okay. Talk later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, uh, so the Rockstar Marketing Bootcamp she was talking about is coming up. It's September 21st to the 25th. It's four and a half days. And like I always say, if you're listening to the show, people pay you know a lot of money for these. Now they get bonuses as well for these boot camps. If you were to sign up online right now, it's $1,997 to go to these four and a half day boot camps. You'll learn a ton of marketing. It is not a pitch fest. It is speakers, inspirational speakers, motivational speakers. And I basically teach for four and a half days outside the box marketing tips that you can use to grow your business to huge, huge levels. Um, if you do want to go to the boot camp and you're listening to the show, go to www.craigdoeswalt.com. R-A-I-G-D-U-S-W-A-L-T.com and click on the registration button. And when you register, go to the coupon code, enter the word Rockstar, R-O-C-K-S-T-A-R in the coupon code. If you do that, you save $1,700. The four and a half boot camp, four and a half day boot camp is only $297 for you and you get to bring a friend for free. Trust me when I say this, for $297, it is unbelievably worth the price of admission. Four and a half days learning about marketing, listening to rock star speakers, listening to rock star entrepreneurs, how they made it, how they got motivated, what inspired them, and all the tricks for search engine optimization, internet marketing, marketing your small business, marketing your books, writing your books, how to do all this stuff is taught for four and a half days, September 21st to the 25th. So please go to craigdoeswalt.com to register. So far, we have over 300 people. We expect to have between four and 500 people. It's going to be a great rocking event. There'll be a house band as well, entertaining. Uh, it's a lot of uh, entertainment a lot of fun as well as tons of learning. So we hope to see you all there. I want to thank again Don Cromwell. I apologize. The the um, the uh, what you call it? My little stack here was lit with a bunch of phone calls, but I knew that we only had Don for three sessions, and uh, we had just so much to talk about and so many great stories that I I apologize to all the calls that I did not get to. But uh, call in next week. Next week, my special guest will be. I have no idea yet. My special guest will be, I'll figure it out soon. This is Craig Doeswalt with Rock Talk. Love you all for listening. Please uh, consider going to the boot camp and have a great week. I will see you all next week on Rock Talk Radio. This is Craig Doeswalt. Have a great day.